Okay, so yesterday we uh, started this with the last little parak before the end of the Sefer. So it's on page Kuflam and Zayin. <clears throat> so, you know, <laughs> sometimes, you know, uh, after, after you... Uh, certain things, when you, when you finish it, it's like, oh, I got it. Conquered territory. You know? And then there's other swarm like this, Bulvavi, where it's really... Uh, the whole Sefer is really about Navoida. And so maybe it's on purpose that he ends the Sefer with Madrega, which is uh, <laughs> a little bit beyond the, the average person to uh, to live with. Again, I'm not going to say it's 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 beyond us to experience once in a while, but to live with is a big Madrega. I think that's part of it, you know, to to remind ourselves this isn't just an intellectual thing that we're studying, like about Judaism. This is something that we have to experience. It's an experiential thing, you know, and so that's uh, you know, so maybe it's good to to end off with something to show what type of experience some tzaddik can have, you know? So anyway, so the parak that we're talking about is Heskalvus by Yisparach to become inter-inclusion in God, to become lost in God. So uh, we started this, just, I guess we could hazard on, on page Kufla and Zayin, peace Kufla and Ches, so the second paragraph. So he's going to talk about three different madregas, three different madregas in terms of, of this final step of moving the Rabbani Shalom from this abstract concept to not just being the abstract concept, but to be everything. That all there is is him. Mamish, that he's, he's the only Metzias. All there is is his Metzias. And so the first Madrega says, Abachini Rishayin again, the first Madrega within that world of absolute, um, solidifying God's existence as the only Metzias there is. He had Tfisa by Mekanefesh as the, um, the ability to, uh, to really you know, be typhus and to absorb in the heart of the soul, in the depths of the soul, that the truth is everything that's created, the, the, the ani, the self, the I, is is really just an extension of the Rabbani Shalom. It's, it's only being enlivened by Hashem on all levels. And like, the, like I mentioned yesterday, the Tanya says that because of that, the person contemplates about that, then everything is bottled to the life force that's sustaining it. Again, not just sustaining it, but literally bringing it into existence. And so what are we... In, in, c- compared to the, the life force of Hashem that's literally bringing us into reality, like the Valtani's Lashon is, it's Ka'ayin Ke'efes. It's, mamish, as, as, it's as if it's nothing compared to what we truly are, the life force that we, that we truly exist in. So, that the Jewish people are Hashem's Chelek. Chelek doesn't mean just uh, his portion, you know, it's like we're on his team. Chelek Hashem Amai means that we're, we're a part of him, he needs an, he's an, we're an extension of him. And by the way, it doesn't just mean the Jewish people. It means the, the entire world as an extension of the Jewish people. Because the Jewish people are sort of that, um, you know, sort of that, that emsoi, that, that bridge between the boyre and the whole world. That's how the teaching of the Baal Shem to famously, that there's three levels. There's Elokos, the Rabbanish Lailam, there's Oilamas, there's the world, and then what's in between, what connects it to, what, what makes the world realize and what brings consciousness to the world in how they are just an extension of Elokos is Neshamas, is the Jewish people. And that's who we are. Or another martial language that Chazal used is that the world is like the exoskeleton of an insect, where it's like its clothing, so to speak, but it's clothing that emerges 
out of the, 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 from the body itself. Many, many statements of Chazal revolving around this idea. They're all trying to convey this idea, this, this depth, the depth of this idea. That the creation, the world, is just an extension off of Hashem. It's a, it's a manifestation, a revelation of Hashem. This I mentioned many times that, that the point of Yiddishkeit, the purpose of Yiddishkeit, is to give us the ability to perceive this truth. And to really experience reality for what it really is. That's why I've mentioned that Yiddishkeit is not a religion. It's not a religion. People have a hard time figuring out what Yiddishkeit is. Because on the one hand, like, is it a race? Is it a people? Is it a religion? Which one is it? You know, because you could, you, could, you could convert to it, which makes it sound like it's a religion. But on the other hand, you can't, you can't opt out. You can't get out of it. So it's like a people. And we have a land that we're connected to. And so, like, what is it exactly? The answer is... The whole idea of a religion is a non-Jewish is a non-Jewish invention. It's a non-Jewish idea. A religion means that there's a God and there's a world, and that God tells you how to live in this world. And those rules that you believe God instructs you how to live, that's called your religion. Okay, and there's many religions, and we believe our religion is the correct one. That's that's not Yiddishkeit. Yiddishkeit is not a religion. Yiddishkeit is reality. It's mitzvahs. It's reality itself. The mitzvahs that we perform is our ability to truly experience reality as it really is. And so that's not a, that's not a religion, that, that, that's just... doesn't mean it's the most important thing in our lives, or it guides us in life. means that, that, that this is life itself, this is mitzvah. If a Jew, even if you don't put on tefillin, a Jew is still in the universe that ultimately is an expression of God's will, which is tefillin. So, okay, if he doesn't put on tefillin, he might not be able to be, he's not developing within himself the ability to experience, even in the next world, what reality really is. And that's the chaval of not keeping Torah mitzvahs, but, but, the, but, 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 the, but this is reality itself. And so because of that, it doesn't, you know, Yiddishkeit doesn't fit the regular rules of what we think a religion is, or a people, it's just, it's, it's the reality. It's just the reality. So even if you can have many people that have tried to explain this idea with all different types of languages to explain this experience of seeing oneself and living in such a way where one is lost in God and sees oneself as an extension of God, it's an experience and you can't give over experiences. You know, that's why also, for example, when Moshe Rabbeinu, we have a famous price of Kate's at Seder Mishnah, how... How how Moshe Rabbeinu taught Torah? He he taught Aaron. And how how the shear of Moshe Rabbeinu went on, but then there's something else that's called Moshe Kibel Tarmesinai Umesarli Yeshua. The word the, the language of to be to receive and to give over is talking about the experience of Yiddishkeit and the essence of Yiddishkeit, and that's something that you sort of you have to be given over. You have to receive it. That's why it's called Kabbalah, right? To receive. The, the, this experience is really above the mind, the, the, the created entity's mind to comprehend. It makes sense, because to fully understand how you're not an independent identity, that undermines your ability. Your mind functions on a foundation, which is I am real, and I exist as an independent, you know, autonomic, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, creation that, that exists. And I, have a, I believe there's a creator. But to fully, fully understand how is it that you simply are an extension of the creator that undermines your very ability to be independent, have independent thoughts. So you, can't, you can't have independent thought about how the fact that you're 
that you're not independent. That's a little bit. So you have to experience it. Therefore, to understand this and to connect to this is not through intellectual understanding. It's through Amuna. in Hashem and in Chazal. And Hiskashras through Tzadikim and Hiskashras to Yiddishkeit, to believe in Yiddishkeit and believe in the mitzvahs that we were given as ways to, to, to sort of access this truth. When a person connects himself to this idea many, many times, and you talk about it, and you articulate it, and you think about this more and more, and it's one of the, the topics and sugis that you learn about, which is really, like everything we learn about in, in Panemius is really about this idea, and it doesn't necessarily become more clear intellectually with time, but it just become, it just settles. That's the idea. You just want the idea to settle. As Then you, uh, at some point, you could be zayicha to become part of this idea of alocha shuchel and to feel that you're an extension of God, and uh, and uh, that's a it's an amazing thing. So just the next next page, just to finish off a couple lines, and we'll go to the next minute. Vini shavu mazir. Again, I'm just going to reiterate that al yinas is This is not an intellectual thing that your mind has to comprehend. So it's not even worth trying. It's not really something that you can intellectually understand. Like the Sefer Yitzir says, if your heart runs, to go to understand something, go back to where you were. In other words, not to not think about it, but to think about it for the purposes of experiencing it, not to intellectually understand it. Just in Amuna, that it should become a, a revelation in the heart, not just a thought of the heart. And that's the difference. You know, again, that's Moshe Kibel Termesinai Umasarli Yeshua Yiddishkeit that was received and given over like an object that you literally give over. And that's something that, um, you know, that uh, being part of that tradition of having a Rebbe who has a Rebbe, who has a Rebbe, who has a Rebbe, going back to that experience of Moshe Kibel Termesinai, that's why it's vital because that's that, it's not just in terms of education. Education, you can learn Svarim, but in terms of receiving that experience, you need other yidden. You need other yidden. You need you need good friends, and you need uh, and you need a rebbe to receive that experience from. And that rebbe needs a rebbe to experience from that he should experience it. So that's that's what it needs to be part of the Messiah. So position tomorrow. I guess uh, well, tomorrow's Friday. We'll learn Ayim Okay. I guess next week we'll we'll continue with this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>